88.1 FM. 70,000 watts of gospel power. <laughs> Beaming on the blue mountains of Mississippi and the flat plains of West Texas and the beaches and bayous of Louisiana. K-A-Y-T. 88.1 FM. Good afternoon. I'm Bishop Kenny Townsend, along with my wife, Minister Mildred Townsend. And you're now tuned in to Moments of Inspiration, Perfecting the Saints, right here on KAYT. Sit back and enjoy the Word of God. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise ye the Lord, and all of His hosts. And once again, we'd like to tell you thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another session of Moments of Inspiration, Perfecting the Saints, right here on your real love station, 88.1 FM in Alexandria, 92.5 FM in Shreveport, and 98.9 FM in Monroe. And my friends, you've not tuned in a moment too soon. As a matter of fact, I'd like you to get on the phone, call a friend, call a neighbor, and tell them that Moments of uh, Inspiration, Perfecting the Saints is now on the air. Without any further preliminaries, we're going to ask my beautiful wife of 27 years, none other than in the person of... Minister Mildred Townsend. Amen. And we would like you to uh, join us as she gets ready to uh, lead us in a uh, brief scripture and prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, who shall abide in the tack of nickel? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbor, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor. Heavenly Father, we thank you today. Lord God, we thank you because we know, God, that you're worthy to be praised on this day. Lord, thank you for bringing us to the month of February. Thank you once again, God, for being so good to your people. Lord God, we ask that you look on your people everywhere. Lord, as we stand in the gap for your people all over this world, Lord, we ask you to meet the need, God. Most of all, God, to save them because you can meet every need. And if they don't know you, Jesus, they're still lost. So, Lord, we're asking for salvation first and foremost, that you will be glorified, Lord, in it, in Jesus' name. Lord, we just ask you to look on all of your people, God. Yes. Some have various needs, Lord. Some have more than one need, Lord God. Oh, yes, But you Lord. know, Lord God, and we ask you to do just that. Father, have mercy on us everywhere, Lord God. Look on the backsliders. Lord, look on all the ones that need you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, some have needs and they don't even know they have needs. But, Lord, you know all about it. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for all that you're doing in this season. Lord God, we thank you for all you what you're going to do in this season. And Lord God, we give you the glory, give you the praise today, Lord God. Lord, help your people to be holy, God. You are a holy God and you want some holy people, Lord. Help your people to know that we can live holy when we give over to you 100%. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, we thank you today, God. We praise you today, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Let every heart say amen. And once again, as far as we can be heard, we bid you the holy word peace. And we thank you for tuning in to Moments of Inspiration, which is a well-rounded broadcast radio ministry 
that is especially formulated to help God's people primarily in the last days in which that we are currently residing in. Brothers and sisters, as we look around and we see things unfolding around us each and every day, the word of God even says in the book of Peter that when they say peace and safety, sudden destruction, destruction yes. shall come. But who shall be saying peace and safety, Bishop Townsend? Who is it that will be heralding this type of alarm? It will be even those inside the church. That's right. Amen. Because there is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof is death. And so you see, my brothers, the word of God clearly tells us in the book of James that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And once again, I cannot, I cannot deviate from the fact of telling you that if a storm is coming, it's no time to be preparing your vacation. Mm-mm. If a storm is coming, it's no time to be getting your portfolio together or your resume. You need to be running for your life. Oh, yes. Isn't that right, Minister Mildred? You got to. Praise be to God. And so if the house is on fire, yeah, you can sit down and take a coffee break and a smoke break if you want to. But I do believe that if you got any sense, according to the knowledge that God has given you, you're going to be making preparations to get out of there. But now what happened to the people in the middle of the night that are asleep? My Lord. Now, those of us that live in the city, we have been afforded the opportunity and the splendid pleasure of having devices that are already set in different locales or different locations. Simply saying that when we sleep at night, the siren will go off, Minister Mildred. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the siren mm -hmm. will go off if it's working right. But what about those of us that live far out in the country? And we go to sleep at night and we hear just a little wind howling. And we said, my God, the wind is, is blowing pretty hard. And yet we see the dark clouds and we see uh, the rain begin to fall. But unbeknown to many of the people, they don't know that the storm or they are in imminent danger of the storm, Minister Mildred. Yes. And so while they sleep at night, they know the wind is picking up. But much to their surprise, until they find that the roof is coming off of the house. And then they begin to see the impact of how strong the wind is. They suddenly realize that we are definitely in the path of the storm well brothers and sisters i've got to tell you and serve you notice many of you are in the path of the storm and don't know it my lord yes just even as noah began to prepare the ark to get people so that they too could be prepared to get up out of there they were caught up in their own lifestyles they were caught up in the things that they were doing minister mildred but nevertheless noah kept on building and he yes. kept on doing it behooves each and every believer out there to keep looking for the coming of the Lord. The signs are imminent. They are all around us, Minister Mildred. Oh, yes. They are all around us. And we're just thankful, amen, for those of you, amen, that tell Minister Mildred and Bishop Townsend how much you appreciate God having some end-time trumpets yes. that are blowing in the last days that we are living in. Yes. Because we are living in times, brothers and sisters, and as uh. Minister Miller, what scripture was that you were reading earlier? It was saying what? Psalms 15. And what was it saying? Because there was something that caught my attention in there. Right from the start, what did it say? Lord, who shall abide in the tabernacle? Who shall going? dwell in the holy hill? He that woke uprightly. Did you hear that? In, mm. in other words, the question was asked, is everybody going to be able to get in? And he answered the question and said, no. He that woke up. Everybody ain't going to be able to get say in. Say it. Everybody's not going to. I know they say they are, but the truth of the matter is, and he answered the question and he told them, him that does what, Minister Mildred? Walk uprightly. Walk uprightly. Work righteousness uh -huh. and speak the truth in his heart. See there? Mm. That's what it all boils down to. 
Amen. Many of God's people are being told lies on a day-to-day basis. Well, the world. And many of them are not being told the truth on a day-to-day basis. But when I think back to the apostles and I think back to Peter, James, John, you know what they began to leave? They left the message that Jesus is getting ready to return. And even though uh, so many years have passed, that is the message, brothers and sisters, that should be emanating in our hearts day to day. The Lord is getting ready to come, and he left some signs for us to go by. Amen. And if we can just briefly go into the word minister, we're going to go to two scriptures. And uh, the message today is is entitled this. Amen. It's entitled, uh, It's Coming Back Again. Amen. It's coming back again. And that's simply saying that when you go to the book of Matthew, Minister Mildred, chapter 24, if you help me out there, chapter 24 and uh, starting at verse 34. I'm sorry, 33. Start at verse 33 and read down to verse 39. Help me out there, if you will. And we just thank and praise God for the reading of his word because, brothers and sisters, it is now time to make your calling and election sure. Peter stood up on the day of Pentecost and he told the people, save yourself yes, Lord. from this untoward generation. Saving yourself means that there is no time for you to be trying to skate. There's no time to try to skate by. You've got to cross the T's and dot the I's and you have the power to do it. Because Jesus said, behold, I've given you power over all the power of the enemy. Yes, there is sorcery and witchcraft and there are all types of spirits of mind control that are trying to keep you from being focused on the things of God. Yes, they have been given assignment to attack your ministry, to attack the pastors, to attack the leaders from walking in that which was true. Because as it was in the day of Noah, they had leaders preaching too. They had pastors shepherding the people. But the Bible tells us that Noah found grace. Now, it's strange. But it reminds me of uh, Minister Mildred when Jesus said that many are going to come up to him in the last day and said, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy? Did we not preach? Did we not cast out devils? Something going to be wrong. Oh, yes. And there's something wrong is that, it, 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 you know, God has given us you know, a time to get this thing right. And then uh, uh, and as long as we just make it in excuses and saying, you know, do our thing, you know, like, for instance, you know, you want to do what you want to do. But God said in the last day when you come to him, he's going to say, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't know you. Even though they're going to say that, that they uh, cast out devils. And, and, you know, they did this. They prayed for the sick. They, they clothed the naked. They done all, all of these things. But if God don't know you, he don't know you. Well, we're going to go through several scriptures again <laughs> so that we can drive this point home to God's people because it is time out for making the excuse and saying, you know what? Yes. Ain't nobody perfect. Perfect, yeah. They love to see Now. I, 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 I hate to bust your bubble, but if you're in Jesus, either you're going to be perfect or you're not in Jesus. You're not in Jesus. I, I don't mean that to be disrespectful. That's just the word. But, but the to... enemy has been gaining too much ground yes. in people's life, and that's the reason why, amen, we got preachers that are living unproductive lives. Oh, yeah, they're preaching that word. Yeah, they're preaching. But they're not living it. <laughs> that's the difference. <laughs> see, see, that's, see the... that, that's the difference mm-hmm. in, 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 a, in, a, in a, a man saying he's a man. He got... Ten babies scattered, and he said, I know I'm a man. No, yeah. you're not. Mm-hmm. You're just a sperm donor. Because mm-hmm. a man going to provide for his children. Yes. Huh? You you can say you're a mother because you birthed her here, but if you out in the clubs hanging out, uh-uh, you are just an egg donor. All right. It's just the truth in the uh-uh. house. There's some actions that accompany. Yes, Lord. 
and that action is called commitment. Yes, Lord. Amen. Not not uh, not committed to the job of pastoring a church, mm -mm. but committed to Jesus Christ. Christ. Hallelujah. And we're committed to Jesus Christ. I can tell you something right now. If you ain't got a church, you still committed. Yeah, you better believe it. Amen. Well, amen. If they set you down because of the the sins that you are in right now, if your heart is right, you know what you'll say. You're just like King David. You know what? I don't care about this church. I don't care if I never set foot in another church and pastor it again. Lord, but look, don't let your Holy Spirit leave me. Because if he let it leave you, you're in big trouble. Oh, God. In order to sin, you left the Holy Spirit. Let me, let me say that again. The reason why you fell in sin, because you left the Holy Spirit. It never left you. You leave it. Jesus said, Behold, I am with you always, Hallelujah. even until the ends of the earth. Now, somebody mixes that up, and they think that when they go into that sin mode, that Jesus is right there. Uh-uh, he's not. If his father turned his back on Jesus for all the sins of the world, Jesus is now our advocate when it comes to coming to the Lord. And then he began to tell you this, you are bought with a price. Oh, yes, we are. That's right. You are bought with a price, and so now you are no able longer able to do what you want when you want to do it uh-uh and then he tells us that if the spirit of christ dwells in us that he will not live in an unclean temple he will come there but he won't stay there can't stay he's just like you mm -mm. amen if your house is nasty and dirty and polluted and, and infected amen and it's full of rats and roaches you got to get out of that house isn't that right well the holy ghost is the same way he will come in to make a change but if you don't allow him to make that change, then you know what? He's going to get his hat and he's going to scat. And he'll let you be just like Samson, going through the motions, but you ain't got no, no power. power. Go with me, Minister Mildred. Matthew chapter 24, starting at verse, I think I gave it to you, verse 33. Man. So likewise ye, when you shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of that day and hour, knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And ye knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Now, key point to remember is that people were taken away yes. during the time. Of the, of the flood. Mm -hmm. And they were perishing. Yes. Now, I want you to keep in mind that when Jesus comes back, some folks are going to be perishing too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Some people are going to be perishing when Jesus comes back. And, and so what is going on, brothers and sisters, that if you are not staying fixed with your heart to serve Jesus in totality, in sincerity and honesty, there is a malicious plot from the enemy. Let me tell you something. There is a new age movement going on right now. This new age movement has been in process for quite some time.
And this New Age movement now is seeking to make everybody be inclusive in what's called a one-world rulership and religion. Yes. Lord. In this one-world religion, everybody can live how they want to live. Oh, yes. You know what they're going to be using? They're going to be using that word, G-R-A-C-E, grace. Yes, Lord. And saying that grace will afford every man, no matter who he is, no matter what religious background he comes from, will allow us all under one umbrella. umbrella. Yes. Yes, that's where we're headed to right now. As a matter of fact, the time will come that when you will not even be able to preach in your churches, you will not even be able to come across the radio. And this is why the New Age movement is in effect right now. It needs, I know many of y'all been wondering, why have all the mega ministries popped up? They popped up because the New Age movement needs the mega ministries. Why is that, Bishop Townsend? Because the mega ministry holds the masses of the minds of the people, and it will be easier to indoctrinate those that are already up under the spell by the masses of a leader that has 20 or 30,000 people. Those will be the ones that we target first in this movement. It will be easier to target them than the little preachers that's got 20 or 30 or 40 people in their church. And so those will be the ones that will be in direct line when the new age movement comes in and so what's going on that many of you don't understand what's going on because you're operating on a lower level just like a person who gets involved in secret societies or anything on the lower level you don't know anything but it's only until you ascend to the higher level that you understand the diabolical plot of satanism that is unfolding each and every day Jesus told the disciples that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the day of the coming of the Son of Man. Now, we've got to go back, Minister Mildred, to understand what was taking place. And if you'll go with me to the book of Genesis, the sixth chapter, starting at verse number one. I want you to help me with that because many people say, now, Bishop Townsend, what was going on in the days of Noah for Noah to be the only one to find grace in the sight of the Lord? Well, brothers, I can tell you, sister, what was going on. The earth had become corrupt. And right now, murder is happening at an all-time high. Men, the earth was full of violence as it is right now. It's, it's, it's coming back again. Men were doing all type of debauchery things. They were fooling around with animals. It's coming back again. They were trying to splice genes, and they were trying to cause men to mate with animals and animals with men. It's coming back again. Not only that, the heavenly watchers, that God had commissioned to watch earth had now came down and they took an oath to come down instead of them watching the men and the women as they began to produce they began to lust after the daughters of men they were called the Gregory and the Gregory was a host of fallen angels that had come down on earth and they began to lust and their chief angel Samsamyaza made a vow with the other angels, that he was going to also marry him some wives. And so he made a pact with these other 200 angels, and they landed on Mount Horeb, and they came down. They came down, and when they came down, they began to sin with the daughters of men. You see, they were never meant to do that. But when they came down, we'll find out how it began to take place. Uh, chapter 6, verse 1 says what, Minister Mildred? 
And it came to pass. And it came to pass. When men began to multiply. When men began to multiply where? On the face of the earth. On the face of the earth. And daughters were born unto them. Daughters were born unto them. At first it was just men being born, but now God began to equal the playing field out, male and female. And then what happened? And the sons of God saw the daughters of men, and they were fair. And they took them wives of all which they chose. These angels, these watchers, have now come down to earth. And not only did they come down to earth just to, to mate with women, but they brought all type of diabolical knowledge with them. You can find this in the book of Enoch, where this main angel, Semyaza, and he came with the other main angel behind him, Azazel. All of these angels came with forbidden knowledge that God never intended for mankind to know, but now they have come. And many of them came with knowledge on how to make weapons of, uh, of destruction. They came with knowledge of seduction. They came with knowledge on how to stargaze and, and to look at the stars. Many of them came with knowledge on the astrology. They came with knowledge on how to paint faces and to bring seductive spells over mankind. They brought forbidden knowledge and mankind and womankind began to partake in this forbidden knowledge. But not only that, the lineage of these two combinations between humans and angels, because every time an angel comes down into earth realm, it begins to take on earthly attributes. Up in their heavenly estate, they needed no sexual organs because they were like eunuchs. They didn't need that. But every time something leaves the heavenly sphere and comes down onto the earthly atmosphere, they began to take on earthly attributes. So is it spoken in the book of Genesis when Abraham looks out of his tent and he sees gods walking, three men coming toward him. And he recognizes that they are God and two angels. And not only did they take on earthly attributes, Minister Mildred, but they were able to sit down and to eat food. So once these heavenly watchers left their earthly, uh, heavenly estate, they took on earthly and humanistic attributes. And they began to engage in sexual intercourse with the women. And then what happened, Minister Mildred? And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. And then what happened? There were giants in the earth in those days. And after also, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bare children to them. The same became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. And what happened then? And God said, saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that many in, in every imaginations of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Number six, and then you can stop. And they repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. Now, you've read for yourself that God is now fed up with what was going on in the earth in those days. Yes, Lord. Mankind had become polluted in his thoughts. Polluted. He had become perverted in his actions, and everything was diabolical. In other words, they had no need to live a sovereign life before the Almighty God. Yes, Lord. The angels had come down mm. and corrupted mankind. 
Now, isn't it strange that Jesus alluded to something that would give us some vitally important information? And that information that is says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall, it be. so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Brothers and sisters, we're experiencing that right now. Right now. Right now, they are even doing what's called gene splicing. They are trying to take the embryo of women and plant them inside of animals to see can they produce some type of man or, or beast, uh, a human, uh, what they call hybrids. Jesus. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You see, that's what Hitler wanted to do. He wanted to create what was called a supreme race. And that is what the New World Order or the New Age movement is around, about, to produce a race of enlightened people, or they call illumined ones. What are they doing right now in scientific research? They take prodigies, and they take people with high IQs. Yes, yes. And they take the sperm of that man who has a high IQ and take that egg and ovum of another woman who has an IQ, yes. and they blend them together to see can they produce a superhuman. Genius, yes. Or they will take somebody who has natural genetics. Yes, Lord. Natural testosterone that has caused them to be muscular, and they take the genes and they try to splice those genes and they try to come up with what's called a superhuman. Mm. Well, all of those things were happening in the days of Noah. Well, you ought to make it plain. And they are going on right now. Yes, Lord. But I want to make you aware too that Jesus said that the signs of heaven yes, Lord. are going to be shaken and the stars will fall to the earth. Those stars will be angels coming back down to this earth again, producing producing corrupt things again. All of the natural phenomenon that is being seen in the sky just ain't happening, y'all. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the day of the coming of the Son of Man. And the New Age movement knows this. And they are calling for this second Christ to come. And that's the reason why what is about to happen is that there's going to be a false coming. That's right. There's going to be a false coming, and they're going to herald the arrival of this new Christ called El Moria. Yes, Lord. Or Mitra, or whoever you want to call him. But he's going to come. But Jesus told you, if they say Christ is over here, don't believe it. you believe it. Hallelujah. If they say he's in the desert, don't you believe it. You see, brothers and sisters, you need to be preparing. Ain't no time for trying to build a bigger church. You need to be trying to get people solidified in the things of Christ. Milo. You need to get people aware of what is unfolding around us because many are going to be left behind. Yes. Many, when they began to incorporate the beast and all of these things that are unfolding around us each and every day, many people are going to be sidetracked. Jesus. And you know what? You won't be able to say, Pastor didn't teach me that because Bishop Townsend is telling you now. You need to get in this word for yourself. Hallelujah. You need to get in sackcloth and ashes and ask the Holy Ghost to reveal to you what is the meaning of the last days. Yes, Lord. And what should I be preparing for, Lord? Thank you, Lord. For many will come, he said, knocking at the door, and he's going to say, depart from me, Woo. you workers. Of iniquity. What are you going to say, Jesus? I, I never, never knew you. Oh, that's, that, that's cold. But, I, but, but you know what? I repeated the sin of prayer. I never knew you. I never knew you. Wow. I gave my tithe and offering. I never knew you. Mm. But I was, I was one of the main deacons. I never knew you. But I was an apostle and a bishop. And he's going to say, but I never, never knew you. Knew you. Workers of a nigger, I never knew you. 
Mm. It's a rude awakening, but it is a wake-up call for the body of Christ to understand that things are unfolding around us each and every Woo. day. Glory. And brothers and sisters, can I tell you something? Things are unfolding in our governmental system that you don't have no idea what's going on. Jesus. Right now, places are being made. That's right. Coffins are being made. So in the event of a global or a national disaster, they will already have the coffins to put you in. Concentration camps are being, concentration camps are being made right now. Do you think it's strange? Think it's strange that more prisons are being erected and schools are shutting down? Do you think this is just coincidental? There is a vicious plot. But why are you jumping and shouting? Huh? Why are you talking about getting out of the ghetto into the getmo? Pretty soon your money ain't going to be no good to you no more. For we are headed towards what's considered a cashless system. And when it becomes cashless, all the dollars that you stacked up, what's going to happen then? My Lord. You need to wake up as it was in the days of Noah. Yes, Lord. So shall it be. Minister Mitter, what do you want to share on that? Amen. And just put something on your minds because we see it in the word and we see it happening every day, Bishop. And it let us know today that all these things in the cares of this world that we let affect us. It really shouldn't be because we got to get down into the word of God knowing what really is true coming up on us. That's what we should be more alert and alarm about. The things that's going to come upon us, and we got to be aware of it. And many times, like in the days of Noah, they was telling the people, come on in, come on in. But they paid them no, no mind. They thought they had a long time. But God is saying today, the day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Get to know of me. Amen. Get to know more of me. Get in my word. Peter stood on the day of Pentecost, and he told the people, save yourself. Yes. From this untoward generation. generation. Now, it's been many years since Peter preached that message. Yes, but, Lord. brothers and sisters, you and I are fulfilling Hallelujah. the prophetic utterance that came from the lips of Peter. You and I are in the fulfillment of those times right now. And if I were you, I would make Jesus Christ my choice. Hallelujah. I would repent of my sins right now and ask the Lord to forgive me. Lord yes. God, forgive me. And I would have that name Jesus Christ associated with the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, yes. Jesus Christ, and have myself baptized in water, having the name of Jesus Christ in the authority of Jesus Christ called over me. And brothers and sisters, we can't finish this, but we're going to talk some more on it next week. Bless but if you're around the Natchez area, you can join us at the One Way Apostolic Deliverance Temple Church, 111 Cloverdale Road in Natchez, Mississippi. Minister Milton and myself would love to have you come be our guest. You can call for prayer immediately after this broadcast. We love you. Anything else, Minister Mildred? Amen. 662-704-0630. Hey, we love you in Jesus' name. The One World Order is soon here.